To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, other news, of course, over the last uh, week or so, a lot of uh, stories around Peter Gus Sawakula and, well, this. They bounce as he goes blindside. to the right, they went to the left and Peter Gus Soakula scores the try for the Chiefs. I just wonder whether it was Aaron Smith that was worried about that right hand side because usually he would be defending there Soakula off the back. He is explosive, he is dangerous and it was a great big hurdle. Yeah, it was a great big hurdle. We're joined now by Tony Johnson, uh, uh, rugby, I'd say aficionado, tragic, commentator, friend of the programs. Tony Johnson joins us to talk about the the new ruling around this, when I say a new ruling, it's uh, a look by World Rugby. After Peter Gus Sawakula decided it'd be a good idea to hurdle the prone player, there's a lot of people floating around saying, what a great move, but is it entirely legal? World Rugby now have decided no, it absolutely isn't. And Tony, I'm interested or confused, you can probably clear this up for me. I actually did think it was already illegal to hurdle players anyway. Yeah, hi, hi Darcy. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of thought, God, am I, am I getting old and losing my marbles, or where have you been through this? And and it was 2016, I think, uh, going back away now. But at, at Pukekohe, via Fafita making a big run, playing for Wellington against Counties Monaco, and Piers Francis went down to try and tackle him, and he just he did a big Ed Moses just went the hurdle clean over the top of him. It was one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen, but. Straight away, the legality of it was questioned, and I thought then that it was sorted out, that, that it was made clear then that you couldn't do it. And so when this thing came up with this equally uh, spectacular effort by Peter Gus Soakula, you know, people said it, it shouldn't have been happened. I, I think New Zealand rugby, and in particular Bryce Lawrence, have just sought a clarification so they can draw a line right under it. No, you, you, you can't do it, and you haven't been able to do it for a while. Reminded me of another situation, and uh, we were talking about this previously, when there was an issue with, uh, was it Charlie Famuina and Kyle Sinkler back at that Lions series, where Charlie got done for taking the guy's legs out when he was in the air. This is all part of the same issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the hurdling bit is probably dangerous enough, but I, I, in that situation, I, I just thought it was a totally unempathetic, but very political, probably, <laughs> uh, refereeing decision. Uh, Sinclair leapt into the air to take a catch. Uh, Farmerino was absolutely set, feet on the ground, ready to make a tackle. And Sinclair almost fell into it, and the referee penalised him. So this is what happens in rugby every time you um, change a law or you discuss a law, you, you seem to open a can of worms. But I think you know what they, they want to sort of create a situation where they, they make the game safer um, and I guess this is one thing you can you, you, you can't um, not you can't leap into a tackle and and Darcy the other thing I think they really need to look at now is cracking down on high tackles and we all know that has to be done for the safety of the players if we're going to be you know insist on everyone tackling but below shoulder height and everyone's encouraging to go low then they've got to also step in and stop players from lunging into tackle with a raised knee now there are a number of players that do it 
I think uh, Taniel Atupo, and I'm not, I'm not picking on him, but it's just it's he he is one example of it, and I think we've seen a couple of players. I might have even seen Fafita do it here in New Zealand, but uh, Tupo is one who quite markedly, when he goes into a tackle, he does tend to lead with the the knee and lunge forward. I don't think he's trying to hurt the tackler, but I think the potential is there for a tackler going low, doing everything that they're told to do. You cop you cop a knee like that in the head, it's it's going to hurt. It's going to damage you. And so I think that's another thing that they have to look at. Yeah, you don't want to name names, but I'm thinking back, doesn't uh, Nani Lamapi have a habit of doing that for a while too? Could be, yeah. Yeah, I think there were, you know, I think some players uh, do it and they get spoken to and, and get told to adjust their technique and, and others continue to do it. I think it's something that, you know, if, if you can't lead with the elbow, uh, you can't lead with the knee and you can't, you know, jump over the player. All these things, are, they're all about safety. And look, Darcy, every time you discuss something like that, you, you hear the cries, oh, the game's going soft. The game isn't going soft. The game's harder than it's ever been. It's just not as dirty as it used to be. You can't get away with anything, but the players are bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, and they're able to inflict more damage uh, just in the in the general course of the game than ever before. And and so that you know they've got to do these things uh, to to try uh, and and look after the the welfare of the players. Tony Johnson joining the program. I remember with that uh, incident with Famuina, I was talking about it back at the time, saying, well, like if you're an attacking player, then and someone's tackling you, all you're going to do is jump in the air. It's an instant penalty. Yep. And so with this situation now, with the inability to hurdle players, what if the tackling player just lies down on the ground? Uh, well, you can't do that either. Uh, that that's actually been uh, outlawed. I can remember, you know, watching club rugby down in Melbourne when I was a kid, and Alan Sutherland on the charge, and I just seeing, you know, little guys just go down on their hands and knees in the hope that he would fall over the top of them. Um, and, and but you can't do that either. You you got to use your arms. Uh, you got to make an a, a attempt to wrap. So, but as I say, it's it's it is a real can of worms every time you look at a law like that. There always seems to be some sort of consequence. And one last thing, Tony, before we let you go, and thanks for taking us down memory lane like that, way to make us feel slightly elderly, I tell you. <laughs> After what happened uh, in the first couple of rounds of Super Rugby, how things placed, do you think, with the strength of the various teams? Well, the one thing that, uh, you know, shines out above all else is that the Crusaders are again going to be the team to beat. You think they've negotiated the first two weeks of the competition without Richie Moonga and Cody Taylor, a um, couple of other players as well, and they, they look as strong as ever. I thought, well, certainly the best finish and probably the best game that we've had uh, on Saturday night between the Hurricanes and the Blues. Blues will be kicking themselves. I, I don't know what the heck happened there, whether they buttoned off or dialed out or did something, but once the Hurricanes came at them in the end, they, they just seemed powerless. Maybe they, they flagged, maybe they were a bit fatigued, but it made for a sensational finish, uh, despite the fact that he, he, he missed a tackle and everyone has highlighted it. I, I still think there are, you know, 95% positives out of Roger Tuivasa-Shek, uh, his introduction to the game. Uh, he would have been disappointed with that, but everything else he did was terrific. He missed a couple of tackles, but, you know, I think all of the midfield players in, in, um, missed tackles in that game, but but I, there was there was a lot to like about what he bought. I think from what we've seen across the Tasman, I think the Australian teams have still got a fair bit of ground to make up. Um, they haven't had the, as good of conditions as we've had, um, but hopefully by the time they get 
to, to playing the New Zealand teams. They'll, they'll have upped the ante a wee bit. Um, I, I thought, you know, the force look about the, the best of their, their teams at the moment. Um, but in, in the meantime, look, I, I, I think there are plenty of positives to come out of the first couple of weeks. Just a shame that uh, they've had to be played in front of, uh, well, in, in empty stadiums. And in closing, Tony, is it the Warriors' year? <laughs> is it the Blues' year? You hear that? <laughs> oh, look, I hope so, mate. I, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm I'm a bit of a closet league fan. I always follow their fortunes, uh, and, and I hope they do do well. But it's really tough for those New Zealand teams based in Australia. Uh, the, the toll that it must take, uh, it just makes it harder than it than it's ever been. So good good luck to them. I'd love to see them do well. Well maybe Roger Tuavasa Sheik took the Warriors curse with him to the Blues. Think of it that way. No, no, that no, he didn't he didn't do that. No. <laughs> I look I mate, I, I honestly, um Marshy and I were looking at each other about twenty minutes thinking because we'd been wondering whether the, the, the best thing to do with him was to play him in the midfield. Whether or not he's more used to playing out of the backfield or on the wing. But uh, you saw the couple of those absolutely sensational offloads, that incredible uh, speed that he's got, the ability, I think, to set a defence back on its heels just through the, the, the sheer speed that he comes at them with. No, a, a lot to like about it. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Always a pleasure, Mr Johnson. Thanks very much for your time and expertise. No worries, Dars. Thanks, Tony. 12 away from 8. This is Sports Talk on News Talk ZB. It was an astonishing last 10 minutes, that game, wasn't it? What am I actually watching? Wow. Uh, all credit to the Hurricanes. Don't matter if you were there or thereabouts through 70 minutes. What happens when 80 clicks over? They done got the chocolates. Great run from Artie at the end of that as well, and uh, Rousey was quite exceptional with that hat-trick. But what about RTS? So much made of his transition Back into Rugby Union again from the Warriors. Was he all that? And yes, someone's going to ring up and say he missed a tackle that helped. Da, 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 da. I think a lot of people in that game missed tackles. It wasn't just him. But what he brought to the pitch when he was there with the steps and the shuffles and the speed and the offloads, there's a lot to like about Roger Tuivasa-Sheck in that particular fixture. Feeling for the Blues? Loving what the Crusaders did. I tell you what, I'm Moana Pacifica. I'm a little freaked out about what's going to happen this weekend. I don't want to say they could notch a ton when you look at the return of Moana and the like. Not looking good for them. This is News Talk ZB. Uh-huh.